How you doing? This is Hemcloth Radio. This is uh, Michael Spina. And this is Kevin Aligue. Uh, we're the co-founders of Hemcloth. And uh, this is our second recording. Yeah, no, um, this is our, like Mike said, second podcast. We're just getting into the flow of things. Um, today, he's going to introduce our topic. And what we're talking about is... Um, go ahead. Yeah, so um, after talking with... Uh, some of our followers and people have been tuned into our last uh, recording. Um, one of the, the topics we wanted to bring up was challenges we go through to get to a, a final product. And um, so what we decided to do was kind of break it down into three parts that, that we personally go through when we uh, try to accomplish a final product. Um, number one, getting inspired. Uh, number two, choosing your methods and tools. And three, just refining and completion. All right, so focusing on the first one, getting inspired. When, like, you're trying to do a design or when we try to do a design, the like, just like writing a paper, it's like the hardest part is the beginning. So it's like you have to get in the zone, get motivated and kind of how we do that is really just starting like yeah it's, the, it's really the hardest part because you don't really want to think about it too much because then it'll just be a never ending oh do I do this do I do that you'll never decide on something it's like you can do it a thousand way or just the way you, you do it when you start so you know once you start then you can start refining you can start you know getting things to a different point but you, to start it out first to get inspired, you have to put a put something on the paper. It can't you can't stare at a blank sheet of paper and get inspired. Exactly. You need you need some sort of vision. And at least me personally, when when I start getting inspired and start my, my base idea, I, I kinda predict what I want the final product to somewhat look like. Knowing that that the it will evolve on its own during the process but once you have that envision then you know which way to head you know which way to go you have a direction and this um a good way to to really get this this vision is looking at presidents looking at examples just looking at things that that you you like how they turned out but what can you do to to manipulate it into your own vision so when you when you like when you draw ideas and when you look at past examples, you don't try to copy what they did or you don't try to use the same exact thing. You, exactly, because even if you do try to copy, it will never be it, it, like it, that. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be the same. So what you do, you try to extract the parts that apply to your vision, to your project, to whatever it is that you're doing. So if they did something that you wanted to do very good. You can take that part and modify it to fit into your project. You don't have to copy the whole idea to, you know, adapt something from a previous project into your own project. Exactly. And that goes with everything. You can look at anything and be like, well, I want I want to do something like that. You can't do it just like that, but you're going to do something similar to that, but maybe better or maybe more vivid or maybe... All right, let's, 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 let's try to give an example. So let's say you want to you wanna make like a... Let's say we're, we're trying to make a, a logo for a dance team. And, and we go and look at previous presidents of 10 different dance teams. We might want the logo to capture the character of the dancer. So we draw it in a certain way. And based on the previous logos we saw, we could say, oh, okay, everyone's using 
blue for dance because it's a color that most dancers like this is just an example and then we adopt that color we don't take their designs we just adopt the same color and we now use it in our design in a certain way to express what we want to express with our logo exactly we're doing a case study just taking a bunch of examples and seeing all right well i like how this one looks okay well i like how how the pattern on this one is different. Oh, well, I like the color of this one. Oh, I like this. And once you start looking at a bunch of examples, you can really cross out or just be more, you know, clear of what you want. This is kind of like designing by process of elimination. And you have a bunch of options because you don't want to start from scratch. So you, you get your precedent studies. You get inspired by looking at what other people have done before. And then from that point, you start simplifying to fit your project exactly and if you do this correctly just getting started correctly and you you, you know you do your homework you, you do you study it in a way where where, where things will, will just get better from there then it, it'll be way more clear and not only will you will it be easier but you'll get more excited about the whole process. And also your idea will be more grounded in something more like like substantial. Like it wouldn't be like, all right, so I'm just making this thing because I like it. It would be, all right, I'm making this thing because I looked at six previous designs and this is how they did it. And I'm trying to do this a certain, a little bit differently to accomplish this particular purpose. Yeah, you want your choice to have significance not just by chance you want everything you do needs to be on purpose yeah i know design designing is very intentional so you your line every dot on your design is there for a particular reason exactly because if if something nothing can be in the middle it either is or it isn't it's that's just yeah that's just that's how things are just things are it makes everything easier so once you get inspired and you've done all this research and you know which way you're going, the next, uh, number two, would be choosing your methods and tools. Um, it's, an o- it's another important process. Yeah, no, me, I personally, I like sketching, so my choice, my starting point is always going to be a pencil because I can erase it, I can erase things. So if I'm starting drawing starting a design or whatever it is i'm doing i usually start with a pencil and just you know work my way around until i get it to a fine point then i upgrade from there i also just start with pencil sketching and just start just drawing organic lines and once you start flowing you can you know once i I start with pencil even and even if this is not a a design or a sketch you can still start well, not you, not you, but I still start with a pencil because, all right, so if I want to make a hat or we're, we're, we're sewing a hat, it's still always easier for us to lay out what we want, lay out the idea we want, how we want it to look or where we want the cuts to be or things like that. So you still have to, for me, I always start with a pencil or, or a pen, like something with something on paper because then I structure, I outline my process, I outline kind of. It's a, it's a pretty personal process. Everyone has their own way of doing it. Uh, for me, I'll start with the pencil. Uh, if I want things to be more vivid, if I want the contrast between white, between light and dark to, to really stand out, then I start putting the marker into it, just black marker. And from that, it just keeps growing. Um, for me, particularly, one, one interesting um, 
method uh, that I I started doing in architecture school was um, using papyrus paper. Papyrus paper is a pretty thin paper that it can be transparent if you put a, if you put oils on top of it. Um, it was a pretty interesting episode. It was an actually design eight, and um, I just really got in tuned and fascinated with papyrus paper. And what I did to it, since papyrus paper, it really just reminded me of something old, like something just just very antique, very just very raw, because it's like pretty much the first paper that people started writing on, like the codes of Hammurabi. I'm pretty sure were were written <laughs> in papyrus paper. <laughs> so, in going with that theme of just using like old methods or just very raw, basic methods. I decided I decided to just submerge some papyrus paper in olive oil and to just burn it. You you laugh, but <laughs> it's interesting what certain elements do to 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 other to 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 certain substances. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just laughing because you know like you said the methods are so personal cuz most people usually like or I mean personally I'll never do papyrus paper but when you see the end result you can understand and appreciate why people have different methods and why people approach things differently yeah like i mean being you know exploring is definitely important but when you're exploring it you kind of have to have a reason behind the madness so for example burning things uh, there's certain elements on on earth that that transform other elements like fire water uh earth i don't know like if you burn something it's it's gonna change how it looked before if you submerge something it'll change how it looks if you bury something or, or just you know earth transforms itself so when you burn something it transforms into something else and just that very raw nature of transformation is something that at least for me in design transform my designs into something else so what i would really do for example um in this line design that I did, I draw it out, sketch it out, and then um, I coat papyrus paper with olive oil, and then carefully sketch out where I wanted the paper to burn, so that it wouldn't completely destroy my design. Like the line wouldn't be just destroyed or forgotten about, but that the outline of each little part. So if I want to draw the fur or the eyes or the teeth, it'll be burned out through the papyrus paper. And after that, I would scan it, put it onto the computer, put it onto Photoshop, put it onto Illustrator, and go from there. So, you so, know. So, so your method for this particular design is to transform the image from what it originally is to something that you want it to become. Exactly. And just really that combination of very primitive, raw, basic tools and then applying it and putting it along with very you know new technology um, technology because because from that from all that transfer now you get into um where you can now put this on a computer where you can change color you can do things like that so from like you said you scan it put it onto put on photoshop put so. onto photoshop put onto illustrator image trace it and then you have a product that has a lot of layers has a lot of meaning and it's a great 
base layout to just go on from there. So that kind of rolls us into our third topic, which is the refining and uh, completion of the project, which in essence is what we've been talking about. This part could be the most exciting part because you did all you did all this craziness. I mean, whatever you did to get there, it, it has a story. So, so, so let's backtrack a little bit. First thing we covered was getting inspired. So, well, getting inspired. So, so, getting inspired is is you just finding out your your space and also figuring out what you want to accomplish with the project. Exactly, your general just layout. And, and then the next thing is choosing a method or tools choosing methods or tools and that's mm-hmm. you you chose fire to transform the image i could choose pencil or marker to you know start start it off you know depending on what you're doing so you have to identify what method you want to use to accomplish your original you know your, your original concept or original focus what you want to do with the project exactly i mean everyone has their own their own journey to this so you know whatever methods you choose to 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 get through um through the project just make sure they're intentional and that in the end they will get you to this refining completion stage because also you can just make a design take a picture of it and put it on photoshop and that's also pushing you into the into the refining and completion stage exactly but i guess what we're trying to say is it, everything just needs to be done in layers nothing's just going to be well i'd sketch this out um, I put it onto, you know, AutoCAD or, or whatever you use, and I'm done. It's, it's, I mean, it'll be done, but is it really done? Yeah, it, it, it kind of has to be. It's like you have to develop it more. You have to build. You have to build character around the design. Like, if it's just like, all right, this is just one plain sketch and just one time, and that's it. If it's that, if it's that simple, then it, yeah, it, like they just wouldn't be a certain level of intricacy. There wouldn't be a certain level of like the tragic part is is that it shows the the lack of intricacy. Yeah, it, 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 sh- it shows. shows and like you you see a design, you see a logo where it's like one line that goes around. It could look cool, but it's like it's, yeah, like you don't want to lie to yourself because like, if you lie to yourself, <laughs> then you're gonna lie to everyone, and you're just gonna show people things. Just gonna look at them and be like, oh really? And, nice and, you. and especially when you're talking to people who do design. So if you're talking to someone who's like somewhat familiar with doing design and they understand the complexity it will take to do something, and then you try to simplify it or make it look like you did all this work and it's supposed to be this, but it's not what it is. It's just, it, they're going to know it's not, you're going to know it's not, <laughs> and then it's just, you know, why do we even start? So it's it's kind of like just you have to invest that time to get it to that quality too because to get like we're saying to get into these layers and into these other levels of design where you got a dope design just yeah, like just it, go through the process yeah, it's it, worth it, if, yeah, it everything's worth going through the process because chances are if you just do what you need to do and take your time love it transform it it's it's going to come out mean um so as we said, number three is really refining and and completion. I mean, completion is kind of a tricky. I don't know. It's a it's a tricky word. Yeah, because the like well, the way we see design, it's never complete. Exactly. It's kind of never finished because you can always improve on a design. Always, you can you can go through the whole process and do as much work as you can and get to the end 
And you could just start all over again because I didn't like it. You could start all over, like just like that. And you could, and you know, and that's the fun. As long as you're enjoying the process, you know, you like what you're doing, and you come out of the end and you don't like it, you still feel that same joy to do it all over because you have a vision that you want to accomplish and you just didn't get it. But at the same time, there is this sort of, I'm going to call it a disease, but it could be a problem especially with designers, that you just never know when to stop. Yeah, okay, there's there's a difference between getting to, like, a, like, a, like, being able to get to a point where, like, okay, I can move forward from here, and as opposed to never, ever being satisfied exactly. with the design. Exactly, yeah. it is a slippery slope, <laughs> a slippery slope. You need to know when to just put the pencil down, <laughs> put the mouse down, save as, and just leave it, just leave it. You could always come back to a design, but the important part is going through the steps and getting to a place where it's, you know, that what you were trying to, to do in the beginning got done. Because when you, when, you, when you think about it, you just got something from nothing. Imagine if you did that process three or four times, now you already have something. So now you already have a base point, a starting point. You can go back, let's say, a week, two weeks later, and be like, you know what? I, I liked it when I started, but I want to modify this and add this and p- put it through another process. Yeah. Put it through, an, you know, like... Give it some time. Yeah, you can... It, this, this thing's always happening in due time. So if you... But if you can't stop that one design you're doing, you never got to an end, that's, that, that, it, that's where things start looking It's bad. not an accomplishment. It's more of an obsession. Yeah. In a bad way. In not a pleasing way. In a bad way. So, uh, so as far as refining goes, one of the main things we consider when we refine is how we want the final product to look. So we we know this is like a technology era. Most things are digital. One, we as we've been working, we've realized that most people deal with PDF files. So when you start refining, you don't want to save your final project as a JPEG where it's going to have pixels and you can't. You zoom in and it looks all pixelated and it's just ugly. So you don't want that because professionals don't work like that. They won't, they won't ever accept your files because they won't know what to do with it. Exactly. Just take the time and be patient with everything. Example, if you're working on Photoshop, take the time to just really get your settings right when you save. It will really help you in the end when you when you save it, when you put it as a PDF and you open it in different programs because you don't want your file to get too large you don't want your file to end up being a hundred megabytes when in order to email something it needs to be two megabytes and if you're if you're worried about quality you can still save a small file that has high quality you just like you said check your settings on photoshop and save your file so that way it's a high quality file but it's a small size file take your time because i mean we, we all fall victim to it we do this and then you want to put this, and then you, you draw on top of it, and then you scan it, and you put it on that, and then you save, and then you save, and then you put it on Illustrator, and then you save, and then you, you draw it, and you, you just, w- w- sometimes we just, we don't step back, breathe, and do the steps properly, because at the end of the day, you know it'll just save you time, it'll save you stress, and it'll just come out the way you need it to be. So, um, another thing we do when we do completion is we try to make the designs very adaptable for color very adaptable for color so 
I mean, we can make one design, but then not, this is where when you put in the work, when you do the process and you make sure it comes out clean at the end, you can, from that one design, have 10 different designs, 15 different designs. You can... Exactly. Change. You can you can have your own catalog of, of just the same design, but just different variations different of variations it. Different variations of it. You can use different colors. You can use different opacities, layer it, copy and paste it twice. You can stack them on top of it. You can make that one design just become something else. Mix it with, with letters, mix it with words, and kind of make it more... You know, just different versions of the same thing. And now you have, like, you, work, you like work to show for, like, you have stuff to show for your work. Exactly. You have a, a product that could be manipulated over and over again, and you don't have to start over. You, 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 have, you can start from this point, which, I mean, you're going to feel great about it. So in completion and in, con like, conclusion of our discussion, we kind of want to just hit the main three points again which were the first one get inspired second one choosing your methods and the third one completion and these methods are applied in how we accomplish our designs and how we go through our process and how we get usually get the pro the, the project done exactly like i said earlier it's a it's a personal it's a personal journey everyone has their own way of going through it, but um, you know this. These three pointers are a good way to to just really um, make your own list and and accomplish what you need to accomplish. Yeah, this is just an outline that you can build off of, and and well, this is our second. This is our second podcast. Our second recording. Yeah, no, we just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening. Everyone who listened to the first episode, really appreciate you guys. And um, definitely, if you think this is anything important or, you know, whatever it is, just let us know. Give us feedback. We appreciate all and any feedback we can get from you guys. Exactly. If there's any particular topics you want us to talk about, uh, just uh, write to us on the Instagram and we'll be more than happy to talk about it. Yeah. And uh, definitely thank you guys for listening and uh, follow us on Instagram at hemcloth. That's H-E-M. C-L-O-T-H. Join the movement. Thank you.